Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. I don't mean all the way back to dental school. Let's face it, that was an awful experience. But when it's all said and done, you still have questions. That's what Paul and Justin are here for. To answer your questions as your dental business mentors. Hey everybody, welcome back to this edition of Dental Business Mentors. I am Dr. Paul Hutchison and I'm joined by my partner, Dr. Justin Bilar. And we are your dental business mentors. We're going through questions that you write into us. Thank you so much, listeners, for writing in. Uh, just great stuff. And I really love dissecting this stuff with Justin. I just think it's it's really clear. It's 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 quick and it, it just gives a lot of information that's actionable. So what is our question today, Justin? So today we're going to talk about how to get a lot done in a short period of time. Yeah, that sounds good. I like to get a lot done in a short period of time. I mean, if you think about it, time is our most precious asset. We run running out of it day by day and let's get a lot of stuff done. So I get this question quite often, just like, how do you do so much? Like, how are you just like, do you not have a family? You know, is your practice running by yourself? But, you know, I have a lot to do and I can do, I think I get a fair amount of stuff done in a short time. But for me, it's always just being clear on what I'm working on now, giving your 100% attention to the task at hand. And that means avoiding distractions for me. That means like putting focus mode on my phone where people can't interrupt me, not having my email open where I might get you know, uh, tempted to respond to something right away. So, for me, to get a lot done is just being very, very clear on what's important, what am I doing. Now, some other things that have really helped me recently have been waking up earlier. And, you know, you hear these stories where people get up like three hours before their family does and gets a whole bunch of stuff done. That's what I've been doing. And uh, I can't say that I'm getting more done, but I can tell you that I'm having more time to spend with my family later, whereas I used to work later into the night. I'm shutting it off at three o'clock, but that involves me waking up earlier and in turn, you know, going to bed earlier too. Uh, I think another big part of that is just learning how to delegate to team members, delegate to people that can do stuff so that you can focus on, you know, more higher value activities. Just like the dentist is not supposed to be cleaning teeth, uh, you shouldn't be doing all those little things that you could have somebody else that you could pay them to do. So, it's there, I don't think there's really any magic to it. It's just intentionality, being laser focused, and having the ability to trust people to help you do what you want to do. I mean, what would you say, Justin? I mean, you get so much done. I think you get like ten times as many things done as me. Like Justin is more super focused than I am. So, like, what's your secret? So, I don't know if it's necessarily a a, a secret. More like you know, if if I take a look back and. I'm, I'm really a big fan of looking back and reflecting on what's happened. So, and before you and I start recording here, we're talking a little bit about deconstructing your life, your schedule and things like that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you're not aware of what's going on, you kind of make assumptions about what it is. You say, oh, I just don't have the time for this reason or that reason. And if I look back 10 years ago, when I first started doing dental practice acquisitions and startups, 
I just, I felt like I didn't have the time to do anything at all. I was running from one fire to the next fire to the other, you know, picking up team members, phone calls, picking up doctors, phone calls, people texting back and forth, emails, like no time, man, no time to take care of myself, my mind, my body. I got fat. I got like out of shape. I was like more irritable and not as energetic. Um, my first son was born and I spent maybe, you know, like, 10% of the time that I do with him now. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, from an, from an outside perspective, we were growing, there was a lot getting done. And that's the one thing right there that's so seductive, man, is busy being busy. I'm so busy, man. I'm so busy. And I feel like people even love to brag about that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you wear it like a badge. Yeah, they wear it like a badge. Like, I'm so busy, man. Like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm busy all day long. And I'm like, why? Like, but- I, 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 I get it. You should get a lot done. But why are you so busy? And I find like, if you look at someone's schedule, you get a real window into what is important and what has been prioritized. So my thing is not to be as busy as possible. It's to be as effective as possible. What I want to do is I want to get 10 times more done than somebody else in the same amount of time so I can have more free time. Because at the end of the day, I'm lazier than the average person. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'll tell you that, that that laziness, in a sense, is actually what motivates me to get more done in a short period. Because then I can do what I want when I want to do it, right? I don't want things dragging on. So let me let me get down to nitty-gritty stuff here real quick. Number one, you said clarity. We won't go into that. That's super important. Know what you're headed after. Number two, be logical. Be logical. Don't, don't you know, Tony Robbins says people overestimate what they can do in a year, but underestimate what they can do in a decade. So be logical about what you can actually get done. Don't put 50 things on your to-do list because it's not going to happen. And then you'll suffer from carryover leg, mm. carryover, Google carryover leg. It's, it's a neuroscience principle. You're going to be weighted down. You're going to feel terrible and you can't really focus on the next task because you haven't let go of, you know, what's outstanding or what happened previously. The third thing is I think it's important to do a time log. This was a game changer for me. Actually write down for the next two weeks what you're doing every single day. And then at the end of those two weeks, look back and circle all the things that you could have either delegated, automated, uh, or perhaps chunked together with other things. I'll give you an example. So let's say, for example, email was like sporadic throughout the day. Well, what if you just did email right in the morning and right in the evening and didn't open it at all? elsewhere, chunking things together so you can get in that zone and get things done. I think a time log is going to help you because it'll create awareness like we talked about. So do a time log. The other is we become very burdened by the amount of work we have to do. So it's so important. We neglect the momentum that we need, like that energy. You know what I mean, Paul? Like you need energy to get it done, right? So how do you keep that enthusiasm and momentum? Because it can just get boring and monotonous. Well, I think it's celebrating the wins. Like you have to stop each day and celebrate the progress you made because the brain is so hardwired for negativity. All it's going to do is tell you like, Hey man, you didn't really get much done. You got X, Y, Z outstanding. So you, you know, you start to create that anxiety uh, surrounding it. I think celebrating wins is a game changer because it allows you to, to kind of look back at the end of a week, a month and say, Hey, uh, look at these. I, I checked off like a hundred boxes here. And I got a lot done. So I'll kind of throw it back at you, see if you want to add anything. And then I have a few little ninja tips that I think people can use um, uh, as well. Yeah, let me add just a, a few things. Like you mentioned this carryover lag. And I've never heard that. But I kind of want to Google it. And I'm, I'm hoping that I'm going to use this correctly and what you're talking about. You know, I just did an episode. If you guys go back to my solo episodes, maybe, I don't know, uh, four episodes ago, I talked about uh, to-do lists. And I have a to-do list. I have one to-do list that is short-term, 
and I have one to-do list that's the today. And the reason I did this is because I used to have one to-do list that if I had something to do, I just threw it on there. I just threw it on there. So I get it down to like five things to do. I'd get it down to two things to do sometimes. But for the most part, I'd have like 15, 20 things to do. And it was exhausting to just look at all these things I have to do. So what I started doing is a short-term to-do list. That's where I throw all the things I have to do. And each morning or each night, I will go and I will drag things from that list to my today list and give me a very realistic amount of things to do. Because I just felt like it was so exhausting to never be able to finish the list. So that's one thing that kind of popped up in my mind. And then the other thing is that I have toyed with the idea of a personal assistant. I had one personal assistant for maybe three weeks. And this was when I was like juicing vegetables. So if anyone's ever juiced vegetables, you know it's a lot of work to go get the vegetables, clean them all, uh, (laughs) separate them. So I I had her getting the vegetables. She was cleaning them all. She was putting them in bags. And she just had so many boyfriend problems. Like, it was just so much drama. And she'd come late, and she'd leave early, and she wouldn't do what I'd said. And it was, um, it didn't go well. So I never went back and revisited it. But it's funny you say the time log, because as we speak, I'm doing that right now, because I'm really trying to get more time back. And I think I'm going to hire a personal assistant, but I'm like, I don't know what I would have him or her do. But that, I'm hoping this this time log will get me some clarity. So I I, I like that you mentioned that. 100%, brother. I appreciate you sharing that. It's so true, man. So so you've created this awareness. You've got some clarity. You know what you want to do now, right? And uh, you know you generally know where you're wasting time. You can take all that out. So if uh, I'm going to go through this rapid fire, but you can slow it down to 0.75 times on your guys' end if you want to slow it down. <laughs> so so here's the here's the first thing. You want to focus on needle drivers. And what I mean by that is there are tasks that you can perform in a day that will uh, that will leapfrog you in your progress in a certain area. Yeah. For example, right? Let's say, for example, your goal is to increase the productivity of your practice by 20%. Okay, let's say that's a goal of yours. Well, you could do that by being in the chair all day. Or you could, you could do it by, by adding you know, high-value procedures and these sorts of things. But those things take time. There's other things that can be done by dialing into little metrics like what's my new patient flow? What's my average diagnosis per new patient? You know, how do I up, uh, how do I increase my treatment conversion? How do I get my phone answered a little better? You know, it's little things that add up to, to cause momentum in an area versus the stuff we think that does it, right? So, so I think it's really important to say, hey, this is what I want to accomplish, talk to somebody who's already done it so they can tell you what the needle drivers are. Cause you're not going to be able to just think of them if you haven't done it yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the mistakes I've ever made in time wasted is cause I'm like, well, this is what I want to do. And this is how I think it should be done. I'm like, okay. I mean, that's one way, but going out and finding someone who's done it already, it, it just makes your life a lot easier because you're going to avoid all that nonsense. So needle drivers, number one, number two, chunk time and schedule. Don't do email in the morning, email in the afternoon, email whenever you want, text here, Facebook there, call here, schedule calls in a two hour time slot. Don't take them outside of that. Schedule email in a one hour time slot. Don't do it outside of that. Block off five hours of deep work time on projects that really matter to you, right? Um, In between patients, for example, don't run around, pick up your phone. Don't run around, have conversations, uh, you know, uh, with the the team that are going to pull you out of the zone. Don't go back and check your email. You know, uh, don't try to do practice management work while you're seeing patients because you're ultimately going to burn yourself out, reduce your productivity. So chunk tasks together, put your technology away, and then make big decisions fresh in the morning. I think what happens is we get so burnt out by the end of the day that we're left to make certain decisions or, or plan things out and you just do a terrible job at it. So if there's something big that you know 
requires your decision, do it first thing in the morning. Like spend the first hour of the day figuring out how you're going to go about doing this um, versus let's say just rapid fire doing it. Those are some things that I think I'd start doing right away. Yeah, the chunking thing's huge because it's like people don't realize how much energy they lose by just tasks, like switching back and forth, back Mm -hmm. and forth. And Mm -hmm. I am guilty of doing practice management things while I'm seeing patients because I'm just trying to get my practice stuff done while I'm in between patients. And I feel it. I know it exhausts me. And I know it would be better if I just scheduled the time to do it and I'd be more productive, but I'm just trying to, um, I should should probably stop doing that, (laughs) but it's it's like, I know it. And, uh, it's so, it's so obvious to me, but that's just, it's, that's natural. It's like, okay, so, all right, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I am listening to you, Justin, and you're talking about schedule my email, schedule my texting, but what if I don't schedule enough time to finish it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. So what I do is this: uh, at the end of my day, I have what I call clear desk time. Okay, so clear desk time is basically for me to go back. You know, once I spend time with the kids, once everyone's in bed, whatever. I, you know, hung out with my wife. I got an hour. Okay, and in that hour, every single day, Monday to Friday, I'm going to go through and say what could I have done that I did not finish. And I'm going to go after it. Now, if it was a project that's going to take me three or four more hours, that's a different story. You celebrate your, your win, how much the progress you made. You have to release yourself of that. But if it's like some emails you got to return, some phone calls you got to return, just get it done. Get it off your plate. Do not allow it to go to the next day. So that's how I deal with that. And uh, it's not a perfect system. It's not you know perfect. But I'll tell you, Paul, here's what changed when I start implementing these 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 rituals and these little things I'm talking about. Because we're kind of going in in a few different directions with folks. But here's what happened for me. I honestly I I track my productivity now, and I I can tell you that in the last five years my productivity has tripled. And I know this by even comparing my schedule to other people's schedules. So uh, what I have in my schedule, uh, and if I show it to other people, they're like, how the hell do you get all this done in a day? And honestly, I'm, the, I'm super disorganized inherently and, you know, shiny object syndrome squirrel passes by and I'm like chasing it. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. so for me to stay organized, I have to have a ritual and I have to have it on paper. So I created something called the productivity planner. It's actually something that um, if anybody uh, emails uh, us about, we can send, if you email info at dentalbusinessmentor.com, we can send you the productivity planner. And it's a great way to to plan out your week and set aside time on a Sunday to plan the whole week. That's another big one, dude. Plan. Plan out your week, right? Don't just let it happen to you. Be intentional. But but I don't have time to even plan. How could I possibly do that? And that's the objection. But you're just going to have to trust us. Planning your week, it makes you so much more effective. It just does. I don't know how. It just does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's get real for a sec, right, Paul? And I mean, when we're telling ourselves we don't have time, that's that's honestly BS, man. I mean, I yeah. I, I sold myself so well there for so long, man. So I, my advice to you out there, saying that, if you're saying that, Stop selling yourself. Yeah. Right. You know, it's funny. My my wife was convinced I was working seventy hours a week, and I was convinced I was working twenty five hours a week. So I I logged, I time logged for a good like four weeks on on an app on my phone, and it didn't matter if I was working on real estate, if I was working on the practice, if I was working on the podcast. That was all work. That was all like I'm doing work. And what it came out to is, on average, maybe like forty to forty five hours a week. And I showed her the data 
And it didn't even matter. She's like, no, no, I know you work 70 hours a week. I'm like, I don't. But it's it's funny that you mentioned that because I was like, it it feels very different than it is when you get it on paper. And I mean, I feel like I don't have a lot of time, but dude, I, I go golfing once a week. And golfing for me is like meeting up with my friends at three and not coming home till midnight. You know, I, we're not golfing the whole time. Um, <laughs> I spend a lot of time. We go to a lot of parties, like with family, have people over at our house all the time. But yeah. If you really look at it, you know, if you get intentional, you plan it out, you can get everything done. It's just, I think it's, there's a natural human tendency just to feel overwhelmed and we all feel it. A hundred percent, man. Everyone does. Everyone does. But, uh, you know, what gets scheduled gets done to use a cliched statement, but it's true. You know, hate me for it if you will, but I promise you, if you apply it, it's going to work. It just will. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. All right. Well, we got to wrap this one. We we said, me and Justin said before, we said, like, we're going to try to keep these under 10 minutes. And then we done went 16. So uh, six extra minutes of bonus um, content for me and Justin. Nice job, Justin. <laughs> All right, man. All right. We'll talk to you next time. www.dentalbusinessmentor.com. If you want some more uh, things, free gifts, we're happy to send them to you. Check that site out and we'll talk to you next time. Hey, Dr. Etch here. If you are like most dentists I talk to, you want to grow your practice. We all know that we didn't learn how to run a successful practice while we were in dental school. So where do we learn it once we get out into the real world? That's why myself and Dr. Justin Bullard created DentalBusinessMentor.com. If you want to know the tricks, the tips, the tactics that we use in our own practices, DentalBusinessMentor.com is for you. Over 175 videos, not to mention the documents, protocols, and checklists that we use to run our practices. We have modules on phone skills, mindset, reappointment and reactivation, leadership, culture creation, marketing, effective meetings, patient experience, case presentation, KPIs, scheduling, and collections, just to name a few. We will show you how to run the practice of your dreams. So if you are ready to take your practice and your life to the next level, check out dentalbusinessmentor.com and you have nothing to lose. We offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you aren't happy, we aren't happy. Go to dentalbusinessmentor.com and take the first step towards learning how to create a practice that helps you live a better life life.